Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. 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 I'm stuck. Beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Stick. It's everyone's favorite Homestar Runner podcast. Uh, I am your host, David, a.k.a. Old Man Rub. And I'm your host, Eden, a.k.a. Uh, Ronaldo. I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick. And the clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the guards. <laughs> and I'm Jordan, a.k.a. Steak Styles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, how's it going? It's good. I've been playing some some James. Some video James? I love to play the videoed James. I, it was only a matter of time until the stick had an episode by gamers for gamers. <laughs> if you're not a gamer, keep scrolling. <laughs> this isn't for you. Yeah. Don't don't at us. We're gaming. <laughs> so so homestarrunner.com, the website has had some uh, has had some pretty good games uh, over the course of its existence, um, and it's kind of a thing that not a whole lot of other Flash properties, I guess, at the time really did um, was turn you know here's an in joke from this one cartoon, and we're gonna engineer an entire game out of it. Yeah, like there's like I'm, I'm just like not to get like too much into like specifics yet, but. I'm just looking right now at the menu of the different games that they've got, and like almost half of these were just like yeah, like joke games. You see a character playing at one for like one second. They're like, I'm always impressed by the amount of effort that they put into these sorts of things. I don't yeah, know. I think if, they okay. they had somebody um, who was like a dedicated game developer, like a flash game developer, who did a lot of these for them. I don't know about you, but I remember when I was a kid and the uh, strong bad email video games came out and then it, the, he like made up a bunch of funny games and then at the end of the video it just linked to the games and you could play them <laughs> it was freaking crazy i was like what <laughs> they're just second. new games yeah and they it's just suddenly great. all appeared on the uh on the games menu within like the next week it was awesome what which yeah what games what were the ones that they had on the uh from the email video games particular in particular it was it was uh secret collect uh, Rhino Feeder. Uh, hold on, I got this. Uh, Thy Dungeon Man Two, I think. One of I the think Thy it was Dungeon the first Mans. One. The first one. There was uh, the one with your head explode, which I can't remember the name of. Strong Bad Zone. Strong Bad Zone, and I think I'm forgetting one, but I can't remember what it is. If I'm forgetting one, I think I think it was just those four. Those four. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Damn. So the the Some beginning games. of it all, I think. Uh, was um and i i'm not sure if this was the first games menu um but uh the the first one that existed when i started going to the website was uh the handheld lcd games menu yeah um and i think by that time there was already a couple that they had gotten rid of like the the cnc um and uh, a couple of other ones yeah, those those I don't even really think of those as games. They were like activities, fun tivities. Yeah, they were they were they were really tivity tacular. Dancing bubs. They had the light bright. There was yeah. a ooh. There was that one that you could get the secret Easter egg strong bad menu by uh, clicking the right the strong bad talker. What was that called? The strong bad talker. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What by by like making him say that. Uh, um, but Homestar can win the stupid competition. Yeah. <laughs> How do I remember that? Jeez. <laughs> um, what is wrong with me? And the and the hairstyle runner, which became a thing uh, that I think the the brothers got a little bit annoyed with because people just kept sending them screenshots of their hairstyle runner creations. When I was looking at the, because uh, I know they did like a, they, I know they did a reference to that in like the their comeback episode from a, I think a year or two back, where they had the uh, 
They had like uh, the 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 most recent update to the hairstyle runner since two thousand and like five or something to that oh effect. Oh my god! And they just just and they're just showing pictures of like one where it's Homestar's hair is a bald eagle, and one where Homestar's hair is the letter P, and he's like losing his mind laughing to a sort of degree that I'm pretty sure the brothers chaps were just like trying to ex- not so subtly be like, please stop sending us these; they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's weird is I'm on I'm on uh, the HR wiki looking at some of the Vitelectrix games specifically. There's games on here that I've never heard of before because they just like they they did a lot of things, but some of the things they didn't archive their games very well. There's some that are only accessible through certain tunes or on the Vitelectrix websites. Like I've never heard of of. Uh, Trogdor's 3D Ungeon before, or Limousine's <laughs> Hot Babely and Odyssey. I've never heard of these. <laughs> I have. Not. Yeah, these there, are real playable games. There's some real, uh, like, there's some real, like, deep lore behind uh, a lot of these. I think. <sighs> I, and the fact what, what that is you your... have to both know that the Vitelectrix website exists and then go to it and like dig through to find it. What is your favorite game? If you had to pick one. Hmm. For me, I'd probably have to say Peasant's Quest, just because uh, that's the one that I've played the most. Peasant's Quest is my white whale. I never beat it. <laughs> I never, ever beat it. I could never figure out how to get to the top of that stupid mountain. <laughs> it was kind of difficult. It was hard. It's like King's Quest hard. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point. Can't remember which dungeon man it was, but uh, basically any of the dungeon mans were my favorite, just because I've always appreciated the really stupid sense of humor that they have. <laughs> dungeon man's pretty fun. I I I was uh, this morning I was playing Duck Guardian. That's like a yeah. pretty good game. That's a pretty fun one actually. Yeah, it's like really Duck simple, Guardian but... is like uh, almost a Lemmings type game. Yeah, I I would play more of Duck Guardians if someone had like made it into an arcade machine or something yeah you you shoot the ducks with like a like a like a death ray or something that makes them do different things depending on which one you choose it's pretty fun yeah i'm looking at the page right now for trogdor's 3d ungeon and in like both of the screenshots it's like impossible to tell what's going on it just looks (laughs) It's so bad looking. Also, you got you've got your 3D Trogdor and then the same like shitty peasant sprite <laughs> that yeah. they use in everything else. Yeah, it's just a flat peasant sprite being uh, burninated by a low poly Trogdor. I do, I do enjoy the what the beefy arm looks like on this Trogdor model. It's just yeah, I'm not quite sure what I'm looking at. It seems like they didn't fully get a grasp on. Uh, I mean, Trogdor is not a very good shape in 2D. I feel like when you try to translate the, the dragon to 3D, things get a little bit wacky. Uh, you need, like, a lot of more different S's to get it into the third dimension. Yeah, and... the arm really, the arm does not translate when it's coming out of Trogdor's back. <laughs> really upsetting to look at, actually. <laughs> so do we want to talk about uh, the background of, of Vitelectrix? Uh, honestly, I don't think I actually know it. Yeah, because Vitelectrix is uh, from really from before I started like really getting into Homestar Runner, because it looks like they stopped updating the website around like 2009, which it's a little bit after I would have gotten in, but still pretty pretty close to around when I would have started. It's been yeah. ten years, but maybe maybe they'll make a comeback. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think that uh, it started as um, I don't think they had a website for it initially. I think. Um, just the the first couple games where it was more like the eight bit style, like the the Trogdor game and Awesome Cross, um, they just came up with a, a logo um, to display as the game was starting, and then eventually it became uh, more of a, an actual entity within the universe. Um, and then I think the the first time I really got the sense that it had become its own kind of joke. Um, was the preview, the live-action preview video for Peasant's Quest. <laughs> um, because at the end, there's a Easter egg um, where you can click on something and you get 
you get two Vidalectrix employees standing in front of a whiteboard that says, good graphics. <laughs> and one is like angrily pointing at it. And the other one is like dejectedly staring at his shoes. And I'm pretty sure they're both, they're both Matt Chapman in a mustache wearing different shirts. <laughs> There's another one on the wiki that is those two mustachioed men looking at a at a just an extremely old computer running a peasant's quest, and it just says, "Good graphics are a must." <laughs> what did I say? What did I tell you to do to make good graphics? Good graphics. I come to work and I have to look at this mess. I love the fact that, well, as far as I can tell, Videlectrics is like an American game company. Um. The games are riddled with spelling and grammar errors, and yeah. I've never really understood why, but I, I love it deeply. <laughs> yeah. Just all the terrible English that is found in these games. I'm sure that's, like, a reference to the fact that a lot of these games maybe had, like, really small development teams, as well as, like, really small, like, localization teams. So, and, the, and you know, like, a really fast turnaround time that they had to get these games out to market. Because I noticed that, like, they because they have a, a reference to the old Punch Out, a winner is you kind of thing. A winner is you. In a lot of, yeah. I think that's from Punch Out, right? The winner is you. Yeah, I be- maybe, maybe they have that sort of uh, reference in. Uh, is it is it in uh, the is it in uh, the the SB zone where they have uh, if you finish that it is the winner is you? Because I'm pretty sure that whole game is supposed to be kind of a. You know, a, like a, an import of a sort of like Japanese game or something like that. They're kind of doing a uh, a spoof on something like that. I'm not sure you can finish Strong Bad Zone. They definitely did that with Stinko Man because that's supposed to be Mecha Man. Yeah, and Stinko Man Twenty XD Six. I hate Stinko Man Twenty XD Six. I was <laughs> playing it the other day. That game sucks. I hate it. It makes me so mad. It's not fun. It, somehow Mega Man is easier than that game. Yeah, for sure. It's like <laughs> the hitboxes are so so terrible. Like yeah. not to not to act like oh this this game based on a internet in joke for a flash website isn't very fun, but it's not very fun. <laughs> it's like um, it's exceedingly hard. Is the thing like I've tried to get through. Uh, I've tried to get through it multiple times, and even now, like going back to it, I still can't get past the first level. I I can't either. It's so hard. Maybe maybe it'll be easier once they add that final level this year. According yeah. to the wiki, the levels are titled Go Home, Pick a Bone, Dumb Wall, <laughs> Fisticuff, Oh, the Moon, Stratosphere, Ice to Meet You, Negatory, and Turbulence. I wouldn't have known that because I never got past Go Home. <laughs> you did not go home. I didn't go home. I've, I'm still here. Yep. Um... There's a number of games, uh, like we were saying, that you can only get to from the Videlectrix website. Um, and a lot of these are not necessarily great games to play, but I think that they're just great experiences in their own just because of, you know, just because of the joke that is that game. Like, where's an egg? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Where's an egg is, I think, my favorite joke game on the website. I will say, though, I do think that, uh, I do think, though, there's one, like, extremely fun and very playable game on the website, and that's uh, Super Kingio Bros. <laughs> extremely, yeah. An extremely workable game that they have on It's the- very playable. All the very playable games. I feel like, uh, yeah, the Videlectric website has, I mean, the best one is 50k Race Walker. That's the, yeah, that's let's, the, let's talk the about obvious. 50k Race Walker for a second. The the the, the predecessor to Quop, I think. Did it come out? Before, it did come out before Quop. It did oh, come man. out before Quop. Yeah, because Quop um, came out when I was in college. And yeah, this would have been high school, I think, still, when 50k came out. I watched a video the other day of someone beating it. I'm assuming they used, like, a computer script or something to just get it to press the buttons for them but there is a, an end to the game and if you win you get in third place no matter what <laughs> <laughs> which i think is the greatest joke of all time yeah so the the premise of 50k race walker is that you are in a race 
but you can only walk. You cannot run or you'll be disqualified. You'll get a fault. Um, and you have to press your left leg and right leg <laughs> buttons alternately, but not too fast. Don't go too fast. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's styled like an old Atari game. And uh, the music was actually, um, and I only knew this because um, because I used to uh, play with this tool sometimes when I started making chip music. Um, there's a, a homebrew uh, cartridge called the Synth Cart for the Atari 2600. Um, and they made the theme music for this game with that. So I used to like sit and play with that and just pretend that I was the person who made this music because I could make the exact same music on my own Atari. My favorite thing about 50k Racewalker is once you get to a thousand uh, meters or one one k, the game is just like, what you? It like doesn't expect you to get all the way there, so it has to like make the rest of the game for you you like hit the end of the screen and then it's just like we didn't expect anyone to play this long <laughs> and then it makes the rest <laughs> of the game so you can keep going and that's one 49th of the way or one 50th of the way there <laughs> and I, what i love i think my favorite thing about uh, 50k race walker is that it's uh it's slogan according to the video electrics website is left right 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 right oops you lose alternate left right for about five hours without messing up and you could win the golds <laughs> i feel like lots of people stream you know desert bus and those kinds of games that take a long time for fun no one has streamed 50k race walkers as far as i can tell and i think that they're cowards for not beating that game on a stream Stick, the, the stick Where, where's H Bomber guy when you need him? I was gonna say the stick charity stream where we just stream 50k race walker <laughs> until we win. It would take so long. That that would be that would be pretty epic. I gotta say, it's two hundred thousand steps to win. It's for every white line you pass on the track, you have traveled .01 kilometers. <laughs> there are forty successful steps required between each white line and fifty kilometers to walk. This means you'll have to travel 200, <laughs> 200 it, it really, like, I played it this weekend. It is a soul-crushing experience. Like, just playing, even to get to that first white line, you'll get so many faults where you you press too fast. And then when you get to the .01 and you just realize how many more of those you have to do, you just want to, you just want it to end. It's not, it sucks so bad. <laughs> There's, it's the least... It's the least gratifying game I've ever seen. It sucks. After a while, I figured out, like, the the loop that you have to do to actually play the original Quop, like, semi-decently. Um, you have to, like, hold down W and O alternately with Q and P. Um, but I feel like there's no good way to play this game. What's your opinion on Pigs on Head? Um... There's, so there's the, it, it's just the LCD version that's playable, right? Yeah, I believe so. And I think, but I think there was like an email or something where you see Strong Bad playing the, the like original quote unquote version, which is more like a Nintendo or Atari game. Um, but I think, yeah, Pigs on Head is pretty similar in gameplay quality to any of the old Nintendo Game & Watch games. It's hard. It's hard as fuck, but it's fun. I like I like Pigs on Head. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the the um the fire uh game and watch game, which is like people uh jumping out of a window of a building that's on fire, and you have to bounce them to the ambulance yeah. across the screen. That's the brawl level, right? Or yeah, the brawl level. I think it's in. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember which flat zone is in Brawl because I never played Super Smash Brothers Brawl. That's the one that I missed. That's the one that got away. Yeah, I, I just like to also uh, put a new put a new installment into the uh, the segment I'm starting just now on the show, which is uh, thanks HR Wiki. Uh, <laughs> here, here on the the inside re- here on the inside references page for Pigs on Head, one of the two inside references is Hank and Frank are both smoking cigars. Is that is that an inside? I like the characters. The Homestar Runner. Sure. They're just. I like the uh, the fact that the three characters of the game are Hank, Frank, and Page Boy. 
It's that classic uh, subversion of expectations. Yeah. Um, did either of you ever play uh, Hall Runner? I played it this morning. I don't really get it. <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's a game to it. It just seems like a sort of a art piece. It is kind of, yeah. Um, you just, and I do you just like run. that the wiki has the entire matrix of everything that could possibly happen to you in this game on it. For anyone who hasn't played it, you just, you're running down a hall. Sometimes you have to dodge, like, geometric shapes as it, as they fly past you, and if they hit you, you lose a ton of points. And then you just, it just says, you like, you come across a blank, and then you can fight it, talk it, or talk to it, or jump it. And there's no indication of which one's the right one. And if you, yeah. and it's just like, and then it just changes your score. And there's no end, I don't think. There's yeah. no there's no point to the whole game. You just sort of keep going. <laughs> I don't think it tells you what this. it is when you come across an, an obstacle. You, you you figure out what it is when you react to it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it just says you come you you uh you come across an obstacle. What do you do? And then once you do it, it's just like, oh, it was it was this. So you can't even even if you knew everything, you couldn't do it. You couldn't win. Yeah, it's an obstacle. And uh, one of my favorite one is when you jump it. It was some social injustice. Sure, sure. Pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> I like uh, I like the one where it says uh, it was a, if you jump it and it says it was a home stereo system. You jump around, jump around, jump up, jump up, and get down, and then you get two points for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I made my dad play this once like ten years ago, and he had about the same reaction as you did, Jordan. Can you have a different reaction to Hall Runner? <laughs> I don't know. I, like he 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 is like a classic, you know, '80s gamer. So I figured maybe he would uh, appreciate it. It's uh, real gamers only. Real yeah. gamers only. The OG gamers who are playing Doom and others. <laughs> Doom and <laughs> is this Doom? It's just. I think that this is Doom. I wonder if there's a Homestar Runner Doom wad out there. Sure, there is. You know, there there is a really, and I didn't realize that it was so famous. But there, there's like a really well known uh, Simpsons reskin of Doom. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Like the the normal uh, uh, zombie ambient noise is replaced with Chief Wiggum saying, "This will scare the pants off you." So, <laughs> you're running around the level and you just every couple of seconds here this will scare the pants off you this will scare the this will scare this will scare the pants off you right well there is a page on doom in the homestar runner wiki oh good i mean well it's pom-pom cosplayed the kappa demon one time in a halloween oh I mean, right it wasn't really a cosplay yeah. but I think, uh, I know that just, uh, slightly off topic, there's apparently a Doom mod that you can play on the screen of an electric hair straightener, where if you die, <laughs> oh, yeah. where if you die in the game, uh, the, the hair straightener heats up. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. If so you, you die want to game, die a few times in order to get yeah, it to work. To get it to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to have a functional hair, hair straightener, you have to play Doom for like about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I know that you can run Doom on anything, but can you run Hall Runner on anything? <laughs> Science is still out on that one. The technology is probably there, but I don't think anyone will want to take advantage of it. You can download. The I wonder Flash why. File. Yeah, I mean, Flash is dying, but you you can you can make anything run Flash. I think. I'm kind of amazed that they're going to preserve all these games. Like, yeah. I guess that they put enough work into it that it that it kind of justifies finding a way to keep these games alive after Flash goes away. They hired. Yeah, I imagine they're they're gonna have to effectively reprogram all of them. I'm thinking about people in 2019, the year 2019, reprogramming games like Where's an Egg, <laughs> and that just makes me smile a lot. You could be playing, <laughs> you know, Spider Man or something really cool on their PS4, or you could play this hot new game called Where's an Egg? Do you think that somebody's going to reprogram Bronco Trolleys? I think so. Oh my god, Bronco Trolleys. We talked about Bronco Trolleys on the food episode. But yeah, I was there. Yeah. Cracker, peanut butter, orange peel. Yeah, everyone's allergic to it. <laughs> um, but I think Bronco Trolleys was the first one that I figured out how to kind of cheat at. 
because like if you clicked really really fast um like more than one of the next thing would show up yeah. well programmed a well crafted usually game. the game loop of it is you click on the trisket then you click on the orange then you click on the peanut butter but if you like triple click on the trisket like three oranges show up I mean, I'm pretty sure most of the games on the website are pretty broken, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> like, they don't work the way... Oh my like god, it. I forgot about Duck Pond. Peasant's Quest is actually really, really solidly programmed for a Flash game, I've found. It's true, Peasant's huh. Quest. Like, there's not much of a way to break it. Do you think this is a Peasant's Quest speedrun? <laughs> you know, Maybe. I mean, I guess the only way to do it fast is probably to just know how it's done. Peasant's Quest yeah. Speedrun. Yep, there's Peasant's Quest Speedrun. World record, a minute and six seconds. Okay, I guess that game was <laughs> fundamentally broken. I guess you can probably get to the end screen really easily. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, Never it's, mind. The timer on the screen is counting frames, according to the YouTube description here. There's another one huh. that got it done. Well, I'll have to check that out. Seems like there's a couple of people who beat it in just over a minute. I mean, that people, every single one says world record. And, like, there's, like, <laughs> four different times on the first four results. 106 yeah. seconds, 107. I think if you play it the way that it's supposed to be played, it's and, and you know all the things to do, it's probably about an hour long. It's a, it's a pretty hefty game, Peasant's Quest. Yeah. But I feel like the, most of the length really is just, like... How are you supposed to know to do any of the things in the game? It's like, yeah, deliberately oblique to say the least. <laughs> I mean, I tried to ask, I tried to share a cold one with the Kamek, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I feel like some of the stuff um, you knew to do from the preview for the game. Yeah, um, like throwing the like throwing the baby into the lake. Or wearing the mask in front of the of the of Gary, yeah. <laughs> when you get the mask, it says, "Wow, this mask could scare a horse," for <laughs> no reason, until you come across a horse. Cool. Yeah, there isn't really much logic to Peasant's Quest, except you know, you got to get your your clothes, you got to get the stink, and you got to catch on fire. Yeah. Oh, here I, I, I legitimately like don't know how that game ends. Do you do you win? Do you beat Trogdor? Uh So one of the one of the questions that we got this week is uh whether any of us have ever beaten Peasant's Quest. And I have. Um and spoilers for this game, which is now fifteen years old, but uh yeah, Trogdor just roasts you into oh charcoal at the end. <laughs> That rules. The game congratulates you. Good job on winning everything. And, <laughs> and then just ends. Yeah. Okay, by the way, I very like, good. no one can ever beat Trogdor, but you got further than anyone ever has. <laughs> you got two Trogdor. Yeah. And here on the, uh, you... sorry, the YouTube page for that guy's Peasant's Quest World Record Speed Run a minute and six seconds. And he says, I start by activating a glitch called the Carrick glitch, which was found by JRS Dude. It is activated by hitting enter on the same frame that the Carrick death animation starts. This allows me to move in in around invisibly while the animation plays. Then when I leave the screen, it cancels my death, removes all collision in the game, but the text box to show up will kill me. So I walk off the map and then make my way all the way to the second room where the guy will ask me multiple choice question. There's a 44% chance that the answer will be C, so I say that. I die no matter what after that, but if I answer the question correctly, he will give me the Trog Sword, which will increase my so score and will auto-save the game. So when I die, I just load the auto-save and beat the game normally. <laughs> the the Trog Simple. Sword is... Uh, you you get into the room with Trogdor, and the, and the scale of the screen changes, and you become like two pixels tall, and he fills like the entire screen. And you you enter the command to throw the sword at him, and it just kind of is like a tiny line flying across the screen and just sticks into him and goes, boink! Very good. Yeah. I never, uh... Is that a Trogdor board game out yet? I wonder how that is. Looks pretty uh, fun, actually. I, I backed that, actually. Um, and it hasn't arrived yet, but I'm pretty sure they're getting close to finishing production on it. Cool. 
I did not shell out for the like ten thousand dollar wormwood. <laughs> My issue is that that game looks really fun, but I don't feel like I could ever recruit anyone to play it. I would just be like, hey. <laughs> There was this, like, series of Flash cartoons on the internet in, like, the early 2000s, and this is, like, <laughs> three in-jokes in. This is, like, three jokes deep. Can you play the, learn this board game with me so we can play it? I don't think anyone would really bite that one. And no. Most of my board gaming friends are between the ages of uh, my age uh, and, like, 45, so <laughs> Mo- I feel like most of them would probably at least know what it is. Fair enough. Like this, uh, uh, from the Peasants Quest uh, wiki page, there's some, uh, they have the trivia for the different, like, uh, text commands you can bring up. And one of them says, uh, looking at the rocking chair after the baby uh, leaves, we'll get you a message saying, one of those self-rocking kinds, not bad for a brown-collar peasant type, must be trickle-down in action. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Reaganomics. I like uh, I like the the text that just says after saying Haldo to Dongolev, it says the archer stops arching even though you can still hear and see him firing arrows in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't feel like programming him actually stopping this. It's really I mean, there must be graphics or whatever. Good graphics. <laughs> if you talk to the Blue Knight after acquiring the belt, he calls you Matthew Broderick, a popular actor. <laughs> oh, okay. I was wondering who Matthew Broderick was. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not a uh, page for Matthew Broderick on the HR wiki. Well, it redirects you to the regular Wikipedia page for Matthew Broderick. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh, I'll give you that. Apparently, this is a reference to the 1985 movie Lady Hawk, in, in which Matthew Broderick plays a peasant who cri- climbs through a sewer at one point. <laughs> um, there's a... Uh... Not to get too off topic about uh, specifically Vitelectric's games, but um, I'm remembering now that there's a number of like the earlier Strong Bad emails which have their own mini games, uh, like as Easter eggs at the end. Um, and I think we talked about one of these already, which was the uh, Homestar Runner and Marzipan Extra Real Dating Sim XR. Oh no! <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah strong bad is on point (laughs) (laughs) this is at the end of the email where uh uh i I think the person asked um has have you ever seen homestar runner and or what happens when homestar runner and marzipan go on a date uh (laughs) and so strong bad has set up a uh a security camera in that marshmallow place they always go to and that's where we get the... Uh, is this also where we get Sid Hoffman Sid and Hoffman Sid Frenchman? Sid Hoffman and Sid Frenchman. Yeah, you can play that game too. <laughs> okay, so which one am I going to say? What am I going to say? I'm going to say Sid Hoffman this time. <laughs> Sid Hoffman. Ding! Yes! Awesome. <laughs> Are they real people by any chance? Sid Hoffman, the... I think, was a hockey player? I don't think Sid Frenchman is a real person. Hold on. No. 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 Homestar Runner's Sid game is the first result for searching Sid Hoffman. So. <laughs> I think that means they win. I want to go on a road trip with someone and play that game with them the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It would be more interesting than, you know, playing, like, the red car game. Or, like, the alphabet with the signs game. Yeah. You know what was a game that always bugged me when I watched the short as a, as a kid? Was, uh... Sunday Drive-In, which, if you remember correctly, was the one that uh, that Strong Bad plays on the green screen that he paints the wall with. But uh, it's like you play as a Sunday, right? And you have to pick up cherries and stuff. But you lose the game when you hit a gigantic, uh, like, jar of walnuts. And as a kid, I was always like, that walnut's the size of the road. Can't get around that. This game's rigged. But it was never one that you could actually play, so I yeah. guess it doesn't really matter. Yep. An entire but the page pixels on... were as big as hams. <laughs> another page on the of an entire page on the Homestar Runner wiki for Homestar Runner's Sid game. <laughs> I wonder if there's a speed run for the Sid game. It definitely deserves its own page. It does. It's a whole can of worms. To, to cheat, no. click both buttons in either order after the question. A point will be awarded regardless of which answer Homestar gives. Give the correct. <laughs> clicking the correct button after Homestar says the last name will also win a point. One of the 
one of the first ones that I remember being playable as an Easter egg after the email is over um, was the uh, the like duck pond simulator. Oh God, is that the one with the lures and jigs, or is that no, something else? No, I think else? this is just one. Uh, <laughs> this is just one where you have a hand and you're throwing throwing bread at ducks and getting score every time they uh every time they eat the bread <laughs> oh i didn't realize there's this up so i didn't realize this but it has mm-hmm. uh, originally if 20 points were earned in homestar runners sid game homestar would move his wealth quickly with no sound and the game would display reward the game would then display an image of strong <laughs> bad at the compi three six uh, 386 displaying the letter m I like how they're like, well, someone's going to play this game long enough, so we might as well throw in something that happens in it. I definitely did not have that kind of attention span back when these came out. Apparently that no, was I don't removed, think... like, a long time ago anyways. <laughs> I wonder why. That said, I did used to be very good at Population Tire. I suck at Population Tire. <laughs> Once the, again, the, idea, this hit. the idea of Population Tire is... Just that you're trying to keep the tire in the air for as long as possible by bouncing it on your mouse cursor. Yeah. What's and, the? Oh, uh, there's also there's also Ox, Ox, Oxum Cross is the other one that that is tire involved. Yeah, that one's also that, really that hard. one's actually based on a on an email, I think. Oh, is it? Huh. Yeah. There's that. like uh, I think it was about how. Um, Strong Bad supposedly has a great voice for doing monster truck commercial voiceovers. Yeah, the uh, I believe it. Was it the was it the one where it's like Sunday, Sunday, Monday, or something like that? I can't remember. Sunday, Sunday, someday. Oh yeah, that's the one. It's Awesome Cross ninety eight. Oh yeah, I think I remember that now. Like, see the cheat jump over uh, a cardboard box covered in syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing uh, I was playing Secret Collect this week <laughs> in preparation for this podcast, and uh, that's another game that I like. I played. I was like, I wonder if there's an end to this game. I'm sure there is, but I couldn't get past a level because I just didn't feel like I had enough time to do it. Now I'm very curious to see how many levels there even were in that game. I do remember getting as far in that game as to get to uh, a level where the the electric walls just spell out the word yeah <laughs> with an apparently there's point. a there's 16 levels and if you get to level 16 and beat it it just makes you do level 16 again <laughs> and it just goes on forever that that is pretty similar to atari 2600 games yeah like not the mo- not the a best lot of console. them you could only play with two players um because it would be like one screen and you were trying to you know, get to the other side of the screen before the other person. Like, uh, Maze Craze was one of those. Do you remember that they turned Secret Collect into a, uh, into a cartoon? Oh, I don't know about that! Collect, collect, collect! Because <laughs> isn't the red... And there was about that much, uh, there was about that much cartoon time for, uh, the Thy Dungeon Man cartoon as well. Oh right, that was, Which uh, was yeah. the word. The word Dennis chasing Dennis. after the word Ye Flask. <laughs> Get back here! The very proud generation of 1980s video games being turned into extremely yeah. unrelated cartoons that had very little to do with what the game was actually about. I showed somebody a clip of the old Pac-Man TV show recently. <laughs> And they were just completely blown away by how stupid it was. Remember that one? I I don't know. Have Have either of you ever watched the Super Mario Bros. Super Show? Yes. I think it was on Netflix at some point, so I was I tuned into a couple episodes, and I was just like, I can't believe this is real. I can't believe that people watched this <laughs> on the television. My favorite moment is still the "Remember, kids, don't do drugs, because if you do <laughs> drugs, you go to hell before you die." This is unrelated, but uh, I have a theory that if you ever pay the, play the Paper Mario series of video games, um, the Mario you're playing as is, uh, even though the, the like sprite is voiced by Charles Martinet, the personality is uh, Captain Lou Albano. Because like, I was playing it the other day, and there's just a part where he's just like, no way, bub! And I'm like, that's not something that Mario would say, unless it's, it's the Super Mario Bros. Super Show Mario. That is absolutely something that he would say. 
he's like <laughs> that's that's my uh the mario characters uh, on the super show are like weirdly like again like mario's like surly and antagonistic on that show yeah <laughs> despite that not being his character like anywhere else well i think no. that's because the super show came out before martinet was even around that's true yeah um and they have like like new jersey accents yeah <laughs> they're like from they're like canonically from brooklyn it rules yeah <laughs> i didn't know about uh that show until um until i saw the the neil Cicerica animutation for do the mario <laughs> the swing your arms from side to side what do we think about the uh the games menu because i remember when they added that the uh the like shoot 'em up the shmup menu that was yeah. a pretty cool thing that they added and i'm glad it's still around and like the fact that there were little easter eggs you could change your cursor into different characters that was, that oh, was yeah. some good stuff back then the pill would yeah. fall down and you could pick up like one that would change you into the cheat and stuff like that right yeah you well they were that was a uh, that were all the uh, 20 xd6 versions of all the characters so that was also, I don't know if we've ever seen 20XD6 Coach Z outside of outside of this one menu. That's I think. true. I'm not sure we have. Or like, but, try to uh, train Stinko Man for a challenge. Like, I like the fact that Stinko Man, his ship does, it looks like Strong Bad's head, but it is it is Stinko Man piloting it. The, the pills falling down and changing you into a different ship... Um, I think might be like a reference either to some some shoot 'em up game that I've never played, or uh, or it could be Arkanoid. It's it's um, Arkanoid according to the wiki. Okay, yeah, because yeah, in Arkanoid it was like a breakout game, except the I'm pretty sure you actually were playing as a ship, hmm. um, because you could get power ups like being able to to shoot the blocks from your from your paddle and everything. And as we all know, the way that you power up a ship is by making it take a pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Logic. so jot that down, kids. I will say, though, if, if, uh, cause obviously, you know, 20XD6 is supposed to be an anime. If, uh, Coach Z was an anime character, he would definitely be, definitely be that one extremely problematic anime character that, like, every uh, series seems to need to have for some reason. Yeah, he'd be your, like, Mineta. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like to think about Coach Z being horny. <laughs> that's not that's not a character trait he usually has. He's, he's Coach E. No, he's just usually very, very uncomfortable. He's just unsanitary. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to apologize to my co-host Marzipan for any heat. Like, that's really the only Oh, one. that's right. He did. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Honestly, hate, I'm hated that. glad that I forgot about that until just now. Yeah. Doesn't that that line in particular doesn't really hold up uh, in 2019 times? No, C is canceled. <laughs> Coach Z, I think was was never was never really on. He's always been canceled. You need to do an episode on just Homestar Runner things that we wish we could all forget about. There is it's the the problematic the call parts. out post episode. <laughs> this is a call out post for Coach Z. Can we talk about PCP? No, oh, not no. today. Don't. Not, to, not never. <laughs> I'll just pretend that didn't happen. Let's, I think we just, did. That's true. We did. I, think I really wish I could forget PCP. Yeah. You know what? I'm kind of surprised they never like gamified actually, because they gamified a lot of things, but they never made a game out of Teen Girl Squad, and I feel like they could have done a good one based on like paper drawn line art i don't know it would have been a good that. uh it would have been a good game to I, I think see like what the the sickest trick that you could do was while you were in the air jumping into the lion's mouth that, that would be what it'd be like a, a skateboarding game in 2d but you just have to <laughs> jump you have to like you could get arrowed in the air or you can land in a lion's mouth you, you can land a perfect double-double whipless mochaccino half-calf. <laughs> you can do a 360 shove it to boneless, a trick that I don't think makes sense if my knowledge of Tony Hawk games is anything. Yeah, I don't know what any of that stuff means. I mean, I know that you shove it and boneless are real skateboard tricks. I just don't know if there's anything beyond that, because I only know those two and then Christ Air. <laughs> Christ Air is the best trick of all. I don't remember 
I don't remember which skateboarder it was, but I saw a couple years ago, I think, a video of somebody actually doing that. Doing a Christ Air? Yeah. Skateboarding is cool when people, like, don't do it in the bike lane or in front of my car. And, like, <laughs> do it in a controlled space where they can do a trick. You ever see a person land a skateboard trick? I'm always like, good job. You, d- you did it. <laughs> not in front of my car, though. Please. There's not a whole lot of people skateboarding uh, in Minnesota. No. Um, outside of, like, skate parks. Okay, so I, I, I yeah, googled we- Christ Air, and I'm on the Wikipedia page for it now. And for some reason, instead of, like, a human being doing Christ Air being the photo on wikipedia it's just a picture of mickey mouse in front of the japanese imperial battle flag (laughs) what i'm looking at it right now what the fuck (laughs) why i don't no one's ever done it in real life yeah like no but it's like the in the article they specifically reference three individuals who have done the christ there who they could have used (laughs) but instead they have a picture of mickey mouse doing the christ there in front of the japanese imperial battle flag that rules. That's the coolest Mickey Mouse I've ever seen. That's a Mickey Mouse that's that's ready to fight. I I am now very... This page was last edited in 2016, so this has been, like, the accepted picture of this trick for over two years now. I love how off-topic Christ Air gets people. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about Christ Air. The the Tony Hawk games had a lot of uh, had a lot of questionable decisions in them as well, like how Tony Hawk Four they they hired uh, I think it was Jenna Jameson the porn star hmm. to to voice an unlockable character who hmm. was just you know skate girl with tube top effectively. Hmm. Nice, I see that and I say nice. <laughs> this is for me gamers. Yeah, I just remember they put. They put Shrek in, and they put they put Iron Man in, and then I think they also let you play as uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss at some point. <laughs> what was that tweet that that one like Chud put where it was like it was like breast culture or whatever boner culture boner. for the sake of boner culture? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing that the the Homestar Runner games never never had was they never had anything to cater to the the boners of gamer guys, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, no. There's never they, like a they, scene they of like ma- just stuck to stupid jokes. There was no marzipan fan service ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Got to find out what's under there. What's going on down there, marzipan? Uh, don't like to imagine Are, it. I I I always thought marzipan was just like shaped like that. That that's just like what she looks like. Yeah, she's just a broom. But. But now I'm thinking, like, is marzipan just, like, a stick with just some legs down there and then in a... She can carry things the same way that Homestar can. Jeez, these characters, you don't want to think about them too much or it gets a little little, uh, Lovecraftian, (laughs) I think. She has an anti-grav field surrounding her face. (laughs) I know she does play, uh, she does, like, how... She wears, like, big uh, combat boots, if I recall, from the kickball episode. Oh, yeah, she does. But they're not connected to legs. So she has legs. No, they're not connected to legs, and the boot just comes out, and you can see that it's... Is Marzipan... Is Marzipan a Rayman situation? I think she's yeah, I think she's just a stick with like floating <laughs> with boots. just floating. That's not that bad. Hey, do you remember <laughs> Clapping Party? Yeah. I don't clapping remember party Clapping was, Party. <laughs> clapping Party was the game that Homestar was allowed to play in the Slumber Party episode. And I, I'm assuming the way the game works is that you just press the, the action button on your joystick and it just claps and that's the whole game. <laughs> and so those games are off limits. We're only allowed to play Clapping Party. But <laughs> the thing I remember uh, uh, about the the other thing I remember about Marzipan's Anatomy uh, is from the uh, the In Search of the Yellow Dello cartoon because she slaps Homestar in the face, and there's huh. actually like a hand outline left on his face. Ooh. And in the commentary, it says. Marzipan has really nice hands. <laughs> that rules. I mean, uh, honestly, like this is like in Slate Laptop, but I'm like, this is gonna sound like somewhat weird, but I remember watching the like the sleepover episode uh, from like on on the website and thinking like back then when I was younger, like yeah, 
this is, you know, this is good commentary on like how it is when you go to a sleepover or whatever. And I still don't understand why, like at any point, I don't know. Like I, I remember watching like Homestar Runner cartoons, especially like the Strong Bad emails, and like reading way more into them than I probably should have, or like not probably should have, but like way more into them than actually was like present that they were probably thinking about when they were doing them. I mean, my experience watching them was that when I was a kid, I I took Strong Bad very seriously, and only going back, I was like, "Oh, this guy's supposed to be like the world's biggest loser." Oh yeah, this guy yeah. has no friends, and all he does is sit on his old computer. But as a kid, I was like, "Yeah, Strong Bad's awesome. I agree with everything he says." <laughs> I wonder if that was kind of the point, if you think about it. But Eden, are you saying that when you went to slumber parties, you weren't you were playing bad acts? No, I mean, like, uh, no, what I mean is, like, when I was watching it, like, I used to, like, I used to try to, and this is definitely why I didn't have any friends in elementary school, I used to, like, watch Strong Bad emails and be like, oh, so that's how you're supposed to behave at, like, social things. And then, Yeah, that, you know, like, <laughs> maybe not the best person to take advice from. Because I thought when I was watching it, I was, like, I was, I was seeing, like, these things that I wasn't involved in. I'm like, oh, so that's why I'm not doing the etiquette, right? <laughs> And I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I knew like just, you're not if, supposed if, to play like bed acts. Like I wasn't like an idiot. <laughs> I know. I was just joking. <laughs> but like you know, the general sort of like approach to the world L- that Strong Bad had, I was like, I'm gonna emulate that, and then no one liked me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said my favorite game was Peasants Quest. Uh, did I, did either of you say which uh, which one is your favorite? I said Duck Guardian just because I was playing that this morning and it was really something I enjoyed. But I'm trying to think back on what what game really resonated with me as a as a young lad. It was definitely uh, Guy Dungeon Man for me, like my number one favorite. Dungeon Man is pretty good. I also remember playing a lot of um, oh god, what is that game called? Hold on, I'm, I'm going into my Sherlock Holmes Mind Palace for a minute because for some reason it's not on the website. Die Dungeon Man 1 was the one with no graphics. Die Dungeon Man 2 was the one with thy graphics. And <laughs> <laughs> thy graphics. <laughs> and it was rheumasodic gameplay. Do you enjoy that, like, your options are North, South, East, and Dennis? <laughs> yeah. Just talk to this guy named Dennis, and it's necessary to beat the game. You know what game I played a lot of as a kid? I don't know if this was my favorite, but I played a lot of the old Trogdor game. Not the Peasant's Quest, but the uh, the one oh, where you yeah. just sort of walk around burninating. That and one was pretty fun. Squishing Peasants. Squishing Peasants. And bur- I think that was probably my favorite, because I liked the, the like sprite of the squished peasant. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel big and powerful as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the noise it made when you stepped on them just kind of blam. And I also liked uh, when you start the game up and it just went, Trogdor. <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, I, I always enjoy that you can hear like Strong Bad's commentary, like in the background as you're playing. Yeah. Does like, that mean oh, that you're like the best game I've ever played? Does that mean that when you're playing the Trogdor game, you're playing as Strong Bad playing the Trogdor game? That's what I think is supposed to be happening. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We didn't talk at all about Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people. Is that made by Videlectrics, like, in canon? Because, I, I mean, it's made by Telltale, rest in peace. I, I think in canon but, uh, it's made by Telltale, as far as I recall. It yeah. says it says, uh, it says, says on the wiki, the game was produced in full collaboration with the Brothers Chaps and Videlectrics with Matt, Mike, and Missy Palmer. Isn't Videlectrics the voice okay. of the Brothers Chaps, though? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like it's, it was pretty- I, pl- I played all of them. They were actually pretty fun. Uh, they were pretty fun games. I think I think that uh, Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people was when we finally got Danger Esque Three. Was in that game, so if you were waiting, it's out. Was it's, yeah. it's there. You just have to play it. Wasn't like Danger Esque Three like was in the game? Wasn't it like deliberately like short and kind of like unsatisfying, as far as I recall? Probably. <laughs> just to You're, uh... just because of the typical sort of Homestar joke of deliberately like. Like making people wait an extended period of time for something, and then just purposefully not fulfilling what they were going to said they were going to do. I wonder if these games are even available anymore. Because I mean, the Wii Shop is d- dead forever. Yeah, Telltale's gone. Do you think you can even play these games anymore? 
Hold on. Uh, uh, it was they were released for PC, WiiWare, Mac, and PlayStation. Network. Oh, they're on Steam. Yeah, I might replay these. I had these are these are pretty funny. I had the money to buy Steam games right now. I would definitely buy those <laughs> and play them. The uh, the thing I really enjoyed about uh, Strongbad's cool game for attractive people was that it had to like make sense of the geography of the of the universe which they never had to do in the cartoons so like you had to to walk to places and you'd be like okay i guess this is where the concession stand is and then if you go to the right then you get to strong badia and that was kind of a weird thing that they never had to do in the cartoons it's it's like uh when the actual house from uh the actual house from the simpsons got built did they do that yeah it got Why? built and it was like uh it was like a giveaway um huh. like you could enter a contest to win that house do you want it huh. like the house on the simpsons is canonically like shabby <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a it's a two-story house it's got a kitchen and i don't know i mean it's like frank grimes said he called it a mansion yeah, that's true it's I, all I'm a matter sure of perspective. The person, who, the person who came into ownership of it immediately like repainted it normal colors. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, the inside of the house is a bright pink, and I feel like that would be extremely maddening to live inside. I'm glad that the yeah. person who bought it didn't buy it for, like, goofs and just, like... Just needed a house. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and they just had it as a home now. Like, I, I'm sincerely glad there's not some, like, extremely weird dude who just lives in the Simpsons house. <laughs> it's just the comic book guy, IRL. <laughs> the the WiiWare, the WiiWare Strong Bad game reminds me of the fact that um, the, the website did actually have a a Wii games menu on it for a bit because the huh. Wii internet browser right. uh, was flash compatible. You're right. So oh you could my play God. These, so you could play these games uh, on your on your Wii as well. That is so browser. weird. That is yeah, it's super weird. to think weird. about that now. None that of those things There was a console be... that was flash compatible. You could go to Newgrounds on the Wii and that's pretty... Pretty weird, thinking back on it. Yeah, and you could go to YouTube on it because YouTube used to run on Flash. Wow, YouTube used to run on Flash. Man, Flash, we hardly knew you. I'm sad that Flash (laughs) is going away. That's like my entire childhood is based in Flash. Yeah. Good times. Should we uh, get into questions? We have a couple left that aren't uh, about me beating Peasant's Quest. So the first one is from uh, my co-host Matt from Tuning Fork, uh, Future Sushi in the Discord, who says, How often do you find yourself think a phrase, your head explode? All the time. (laughs) It pops into my head sometimes, like I'll I'll just be like, oh yeah, your head explode. Me too. Uh, That was just the thing that got said by Strong Bad's head, uh... (laughs) when you die in strong bad zone uh your, your head explode isn't really like I, it's not as much of like a and uh forgive me for using the terminology one uh, like a really a cellar door for me but like it definitely is still something that you know i think about it think about like it's one of the ones i think about more often it's yeah. a classic Mike Dawson, uh, who hosted uh, the Teen Girl Squad episode with us, asks, what's inside you, Flask? There's something in the flask. It's just the flask. Don't ask about the inside of the flask. You can't You can't get You can't flask, even get it. <laughs> if you could get it, you'd try to open it, and you wouldn't be able to get it. You can't get the flask, so why even think about the contents of the flask? We saw Dennis chasing after you, Flask, in the cartoon. Therefore, it's canonically... Something that will get away from you every time. Every time. I, I I was trying to think of a way to sort of factor in the cursed words about the flask, but I can't. No. <laughs> Unacceptable. It's probably, it's probably super mud. It's super mud. It's <laughs> or it's a or it's butter da is in the flask. Yeah, you flask is no hush a bush push Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was playing race the race walker. And I think the game is definitely broken because I just came in third place and I pressed the button three times. Uh, what? 
um... Hold on, excuse me? How do you do that? I don't know, but I, I did something wrong because I just speed ran 50k race walker. <laughs> huh. You have to submit like that. Just you, have to, you have to stream this and like then submit just it to now? Twin Galaxies. I, I literally just hit left, right, left, right, and he goes, you came in third place. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Shit, you would leave. That is confused as to how this happened. Congratulations! You just you just got you're the live on air world record. It is beat fifty k race walker. I just beat the, I beat it by accident. There, there we go. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm almost certain that it's just because the flash games like they're all pretty broken. Yeah. yeah. At least they all have like one like compromising like compromising glitch somewhere in them. Apparently, a 50k race walk is a real Olympic event. Yeah, you have to walk. You can't run. The world record for the actual Olympic race walk is three hours thirty six minutes, fifty three minutes. Or sorry, three hours thirty six minutes fifty three seconds. Did you know that sounds like a riveting event to watch? To watch people walk fast for for almost four hours. Yeah. Do you know that in 50k race walker when you're doing the building your style thing that if you build a particular style it'll like give you a name like like a name of a character huh. from the show? Oh really? Yeah, like you That's can fun. build Gary Palaroncini, Dr. J, Luke Schnester, Wilt Chamberlain and Bruce Lee. <laughs> huh. Neat. Um and our our last question is from uh shout with a p uh who asks when's the final stinko man level coming? This year, apparently. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing something about that. It was it like, uh, was it like advertised on the on the Strong Bad Twitter? I think so. I think they said that they were going to add a, the last level after fourteen years. It's, oh yeah, it says and a further announcement coming on December twenty eighth, very recently, just a few months ago, that said that they would they would in twenty nineteen put put up the last level of Stinko Man. Now I have to wonder: Is it going to be in Flash, or are they not bothering with that anymore? They're going to release it in an actual physical cartridge that runs on the on the uh, Super Nin- or the Nintendo, uh, the NES. That's what I meant to say. That's actually kind of awesome. Oh wait, that was a joke. I'm sorry. That wasn't real. Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm my sorry. Hopes up. <laughs> I mean, hey. People do crazy things all the time. Maybe if you played it on an NES cartridge, it would make the game more fun. That does remind me, though, um, the guy uh, who made that Atari synth cart, which they used for the music for 50k Racewalker. Um, I'm going to s- see if I can find the page for it, but for a while he was working on uh, a Homestar Runner RPG for the Atari 2600. Huh. Um, and actually working with the Brothers Chaps on it. I'm assuming this is a long abandoned project. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Would have been The fun. most recent demo ROM is from 2003. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this website looks like it was most recently from 2003. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've seen tumblers that look kind of like this. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I figured out what the thing was with uh, 50k Race Walker. The game's just broken. It doesn't work anymore. How do you do it? <laughs> How do you do it? Oh, you, I played it earlier. It worked just fine. Yeah, but I you just got to go from one light white line to the other white line, and now the game ends. Really? It doesn't go like oh, super a, long like it used to. That's uh, as far as that's I can a tell bummer. anyway. Maybe they'll fix it when they when they take it out of Flash. Maybe like that's what I'm thinking is just because the website's being retooled. A lot of the stuff probably doesn't work the way it used to. Which is you know a little honestly genuinely a little bit sad. That is a little sad. We can never do that charity stream. <laughs> you play the whole game. Not until it gets re-released as a not-Flash game. Not until it gets the HD remaster for the PS5. Can you imagine, like, like it's the same mechanics, except it's released in, like, I don't know, like, 4K HD or whatever the... It's an FMV game. Unreal Engine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> oh, God. An I FMV see, game with a cutscene for each yeah. step. <laughs> it's actually, just a person. It's like a... It's like a... Uh, not super highlight. Whatever that that uh that FMV highlight game is, virtual highlight. That's what it's called. It's just like three pictures of a real man walking forever. <laughs> oh my god! It's say uh, no. It's uh, it's it's uh it becomes directed by David Cage, and so every step is a quick time event. <laughs> and then at the end, 
it says uh it at the end when you get to the end it says like you you did it but who were the real monsters and then in the credits it says the monsters you freed the monsters and it's very deep <laughs> it's a very deep become race walker <laughs> you you the the race in race walker is short for racism and you solve it by walking in the 50k <laughs> Congratulations. And everyone has really weird looking teeth. <laughs> Honestly, though, knowing the way David Cage makes games, I'm pretty sure the 50k race walk, like, he would make it deliberately an allegory to, like, the March on Selma or something. Oh, and God. It would be, it like, would be like, like, extremely, like, uncomfortable to play. <laughs> but every- the more the more you walk in, people join in, and then when you get to the end, it just says, like, but who was the real race walker? <laughs> and, then it said, and then a picture of Martin Luther King pops on the screen <laughs> and everyone thinks it's very deep and it wins and it wins all the game awards but don't forget that when you get to the halfway point there's a scene where like ellen page takes a shower <laughs> and she didn't she didn't want it in the game but he put it in there anyway good job david yeah cage. deep 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 games david cage what i'm trying to say is that the brothers chaps are infinitely better than david cage at making good video games it's kind of a crossover with my with my other podcast, but David Cage is kind of the the Wayne Coin of video games. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just feel like it. Like I'm trying to find a way to work in like a joke about the Jason glitch from Heavy Rain into this, but just imagine <laughs> that I made a good joke about that and didn't just explain that that's what I was trying to do and sort of factor it's that just... in when you're listening to the podcast. The whole game, anytime you press X, it just goes. Come on, get in the boat, fish. There's my there. There you go. Thanks. There's the joke. Thanks. We got. Thanks for helping me out there. We got it. We did it. We did it in one. So, are we ready to wrap up, Eden? Uh, if that's the last of the questions, I think so. I still haven't eaten anything today, so should probably. Yeah, all I've done today is expend too much energy uh, snow blowing my driveway and not oh, eating no. anything. Basically, same I've... for me here today. I finally got up and played 50k race walker. What have you done with your what have you done with your day? I recorded a good podcast. That's true. What what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on again by the way. No problem. <laughs> All right, and that brings us to the end of another uh wonderful episode of The Stick. Thank you Jordan for uh coming and being a guest on here again today. Thanks for having me on. I always love to talk about the the funny the funny games. Games of Homestar Runner. Uh, we would like to uh, we'd like to thank Hyper Chicken for use of their song "Always Beezing and Doozing" as the title for this, and we'd also like to thank uh, Summer Geist for giving us the wonderful title, uh, sort of wonderful cover art that we use for the podcast. Uh, with all that said, thank you for listening to the stick, and as always, buy all our playsets and toys. Buy all our playsets and toys. Weekdays at 4.30.